Welcome to the No Podcast with me, Nikki Spo. What's up, fam? You are listening to the No with me, Nikki Spo. Thank you for tuning in today. I often wonder when and where you all listen in most. Is it in the car? Is it while you're getting ready on a walk, exercising? I'm so curious. So I listen to podcasts and books mostly while I'm getting ready or in the car. Wherever, whenever, and however you're tuning in, I am just glad that you are. Thanks for being here on this journey with me. Anyway, so in addition to Pediatric Cancer Awareness Month this month, September is also National Recovery Awareness Month. I know Sober October is around the corner, but September is the national month in which we celebrate people living in recovery and hopefully inspiring others with our experience, strength, and hope to believe that there is a healthier, better, happier, more joyous way of life than the one we spend in the throes of addiction. So as many of you know, I celebrated two years of sobriety in April. My sobriety date is April 18th, 2020, and counting up to today, I have two years and five months of continuous sobriety. And that is, for the record, 885 days to be exact, one day at a time. So rather than boring everyone with another recollection of my journey, which you can listen to episode 42 for that, (laughs) I want to spend today's episode celebrating all of those living in recovery by debunking some common myths about sobriety and alcoholism. Let's get started. Myth number one. All sober people identify as alcoholics. This is simply not true, you guys. While many sober people do indeed abstain from drinking because their drinking is problematic and they identify as alcoholics, there are plenty of people, especially now more than ever, who abstain from alcohol consumption for reasons other than abuse. Many folks don't like the taste, have never drank, so why start? Or they've seen the negative effects of alcohol on loved ones and are taking their health more seriously by abstaining from spirited intake. In an article published on Business Insider, journalist Kate Taylor documented that, quote, Gen Z overall is drinking less alcohol than the generations before it. Berenberg research found that respondents in their teens and early 20s were drinking over 20% less per capita than millennials did at the same age. And 64% of Gen Z respondents said that they expected to drink less alcohol or drink alcohol less frequently when they grew older than today's older generations do. Gen Z respondents said that they drank less because of health and hangover-related concerns, as well as because of worries about being judged by friends or parents, according to that Berenberg analysis. Plus, 16 to 22-year-olds apparently just don't think drinking is that cool anymore. Whoa. 20 years of anti-drug, anti-smoking, and anti-alcohol education has done its job. It is no longer uncool to not drink or take drugs. Berenberg analysts wrote this in a beverage industry report published in September, okay? That's major, you guys. So there is definitely a trend, especially amongst young people, which is so inspiring to see, of people taking their health very seriously and saying, you know what? I don't really like feeling that hungover, that guilt and shame that accompanies it. Yeah, I'm not into it. And I can be cool without having a drink. All right. That brings me to myth number two. This is something that I struggled with believing for a long time. So myth number two, alcoholics never recover. Also false. Life after addiction isn't just possible, it's the norm. Okay, guys? 
The CDC actually published a study that revealed that three in every four addicts who seek treatment are able to live in recovery. And for those who are bad at math like me, I actually knew this. This one's pretty obvious. That's 75%, you guys. That is major. And I will say that from my own personal experience, alcoholism is often a self-diagnosed disease. I have witnessed that the people who are thriving in recovery are those who have truly come to believe that they themselves are powerless over alcohol. Not like your mommy, your daddy, or your hubby, or your wifey, or even your kiddos tell you you're an alcoholic. While people close to an addict certainly do suffer from the often horrible consequences of living with an addict, many addicts in recovery know and believe that they have to come to terms with this themselves. You can try to force an addict into recovery, but until they accept their illness, it's often difficult to reap full rewards of living in recovery. But that said, the myth is that alcoholics never recover, and that's simply not true. I often, you know, you hear it all the time, like people don't change. I have to tell you, in, a, in working a program of recovery, I wholeheartedly believe that people can and do change when they want to. All right, myth number three. This is one of my favorites, I think. Sobriety isn't fun. Myth number three is sobriety isn't fun. Honestly, like on the contrary, okay, guys? At least from personal experience, sobriety has been a lot more fun for me than when I was actively drinking. It might seem counterintuitive, but kicking alcohol actually helped me with my social anxiety. It has been a running theme in my life that I have severe social anxiety. And that's been true for a long time, but I have to say that I have noticed that I am beginning to rewrite the script in that department. Where I used to need booze to give me a false sense of confidence, I now have real confidence. I don't get anxious at dinner parties or in social gatherings, social settings with people that I've never met. I'm more likely to be engaged in conversations with people and I'm less focused on myself. If I choose to dance on a table, for example, I'm doing it because I want to, not because I'm a drunk mess. <laughs> so I can read situations like that. That said, I mean, I haven't been dancing on a table of late, but it would be fun to do so. I'm not going to lie. I can read situations way better now that I have ditched the shame and guilt that comes with wondering what the heck I did the night before. I think for anybody who's ever been hungover, like that's one of the worst feelings is like, oh gosh, what did I do last night? It's not fun. You know what's fun? Knowing what, what you did the night before and knowing that you stood in your power. Sobriety for me, but also for like many of my sober friends, has been a lot more fun than the days of drink. All right, moving on. Myth number four. This one's short and sweet. I don't know how sweet it is. Let's see what you think. You have to hit rock bottom to get sober. Myth number four, you have to hit rock bottom to get sober. While I believe that you definitely have to be the one to decide for yourself that you want to stop drinking or using, you 1,100 whatever percent don't have to hit rock bottom. You can decide at any point in your life that drinking is not for you, whether you have a high bottom or a rock bottom. All right. Myth number five, addicts and alcoholics are bad people. This is probably the most influential myth that prevented me from admitting my problem and seeking help. 
Because society depicts addicts and alcoholics as the lowest of the low, thieves, liars, and cheats, I have to say that some of the most soulful and beautiful people I have ever met are addicts and alcoholics. There is a seriously negative connotation attached to the brands, addict and alcoholic. And and to be fair, it has been warranted at times. Like People have done horrible things when they have been using and stuck in consumption. You know, and I have certainly felt that way towards the alcoholics in my family. And really, I have to say that I I have felt that way about myself. You know, and I thought that, I guess I thought that admitting that I am an alcoholic meant me admitting that I am bad, which is a really scary narrative to put on myself when it's quite the opposite. Like I, along with millions of alcoholics worldwide, have been able to recover our goodness by removing the cloud of self-medication, self-hatred, and shame that comes from and with addiction. Alcoholism and addiction can affect anyone, people you know, people in successful positions, people who seem to have it all, moms, doctors, dads, teachers, veterans, scientists, literally, I mean, I could list every type of person there is, like literally anyone. So lastly, I want to close with this one. Myth number six is that you don't deserve to get sober. That's the biggest lie of them all. You deserve to live in your deepest inner knowing, unclouded. You deserve to live confident, happy, joyous, and free from the chains of addiction. You deserve to be sober. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in today as I debunked some myths about sobriety. Whether you're sober, sober curious, or loved one of someone who has struggled or is struggling with addiction, I hope that this was helpful in some capacity. We all deserve to live a life that makes us feel happy, safe, and fulfilled. If sobriety helps you with these goals, I want to encourage you to keep coming back to that center and keep persevering one day at a time. Over and out, Truth Speakers. Thank you so much for listening to The Know. If you loved this episode, go ahead and share it with a friend. Words are so powerful and someone may need to hear what we cover today. And if you really loved this episode, please take a moment to rate the show and leave a review. Your comments are so important and valued and they give other listeners insight on what to expect on The Know. You can connect with me personally via Instagram at Nikki Sap Spo and The Know with Nikki Spo. My hope for you today is that you are fearless in looking inward so that you can be your highest, most authentic self and go after the life of your dreams. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.